0: You know, there's only one thing common between you, me, the president, or the most amazing or Elon Musk or everybody out there in the world, and that is time. We all have 24 hours in
1: a day. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, so this is our hashtag one thing episode. Sangram and I discuss various topics that are applicable to you and our community, like personal development, trends in the marketplace, big wins, big mistakes, and more. Here we go. Welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is James. I'm one of the producers of the show. We are here today with Sangram. Sangram, how are you?
0: I'm good, man. This this session, I'm so excited because I think it's going to hit every single person and every single person is trying to figure out how they do it.
1: Yeah, man. I, you, you said it right before we hit record, man. You said everybody's trying to figure out how to get more hours out of the day, how to get more time. So we're going to be talking about productivity hacks today. You've got five specific ones that we're going to be talking through. And so I think we can, you know, unless, unless there's, you know, something at a high level that you want to, you know, that you want to talk about as it relates to productivity, I'm ready to just dive right into these five.
0: Yeah, man. I, I just think there's one one overarching thought there is that, you know, there's only one thing common between you, me, the president, or the most amazing, or Elon Musk, or everybody out there in the world, and that is time. We all have 24
1: hours in a day. Yep. It's so true, man. And and so how we use that time is you know it, it defines our entire lives. And, and so so Sangram, you said this this first one, this first productivity hack is uber talk to us about how you capitalize on on uber to save time
0: i bet so for me i live like almost like hour and a half away from my office so a lot of times what i would do and this at least once or twice a week if not more depending upon how much uh how much how many days i'm in town i would actually use uber and i'll sit in the front seat so i don't get like you know sick in the back looking at my laptop or or my phone but i would use that hour and a half time purely to get things done. So think about it, like if, if people are traveling to or getting to the workplace, let's say they're leaving at 6.30 or 7 a.m. in the morning, man, that is when you have the most productive juices in your body. You're, the high, your energy levels are high, you're ready to go. And if you spend the first two hours of your day sitting in a car, trying to get to where you want to go, man, like, you know, you're, you're just wasting a lot of your juices, And then even better is when you're driving back. A lot of times we all are working hard throughout the day. There's no break. There are meetings and there are 100 emails that you haven't responded to that you need to. So you're all, all the time thinking, but you're also trying to get home if you have kids to get to spend time with them. And then you're like, you know, thinking about your work. But instead of that, if you left, whenever time, let's say you leave at 6 p.m. And for the next hour and a half, you're back in Uber. You're cleaning up your mailbox so that by the time you get home, you can give undivided attention to your kids for the next couple of hours. So I I feel that people are underutilizing Uber. And if they think about the drive time, that could be their game time.
1: No, I love it. I love it. This this next one, Sangram, you said uh, working from home for one day a week. Talk to us about this one.
0: I love this. This is where I think majority of the time I get the best ideas and I'm on my schedule. I think most people who are in, in marketing sales or in, in an executive role, people kind of want your time all the time. They want to spend time with you. They want to do have conversations with you in the hallway. It's really hard to go from one place to another before talking to five people. You want to do that when you're in the office because you want to connect with people But the greatest work that you could do for yourself and for your organization is when you can take a step back and focus on the things that you want to accomplish. And a lot of times, this is where where I get the best work of me at the end of the day, is really blocking off one day a week and saying, all I'm going to do is think, I'm going to work on my craft, I'm going to write, I'm going to do whatever it takes to really hone in on these three, four, six, one-year plans that I have for my work or for my life, I kind of take, try to make sure that I work from home one day. I avoid the driving part of it. I avoid all the conversations. And I'm really being productive. So one day a week being productive at yourself really puts energy back into my body and soul.
1: What are your thoughts? So when you're working from home that one day a week, Sangram, are you kind of ignoring the inbox and only working on kind of those three to five goals that you have for the year? Or do you just have certain time that you spend in the inbox on those days? How do you manage that?
0: Yeah, that's a great question, James. I, I try to check in whatever emails and what I need to clear, like, on maybe two or three times a day. And that's something that I've really, really tried to do. And it's very hard. If your inbox is open every time an email comes, and if you're working from home, you're going to check that immediately. And that's a problem. It's going to be a distraction for, it's a big distraction for me. So I just literally close my inbox, and I'll work, I'll check my emails, or will respond what I need to do, and then I'll close it until noon or after lunch. And then again, I'll open it for 30 minutes and then I'll respond to whatever it is and then I close it down. Again, end of the day, I'll open it and clean it up and then I'll close it down. I feel like by doing that three times a day... I'm being more responsible with my time. I'm being able to focus on the right things. And even more important, if there are other people copied on the email, you would see that they would respond and they would get ongoing. So sometimes you don't even have to do the work that you're doing uh, by responding to that email because other people are already on it. So you can really be benefited from it.
1: I love it. All right. This third one, Sangram, you say flights are game time, even if you don't have internet. Talk to us about this one
0: this is one of the best things that I've learned, especially because I travel almost every week or every other week. So for me, initially flights was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I was opening up my laptop, cranking up my email or internet, and I was trying to be online. I, mean, I just realized this, Then, this is literally early this year. I realized that, man, flights can really be incredibly productive for many reasons. One of them is you don't – I've literally stopped you, you know, logging in and being on the internet. So let's say I'm going to San Francisco. That's four hours of time. Well, in that four hours of time, I can write. I, that's my best time to write something, to read. I'll, sometimes I'll just read a book at that time, and i just block off everything. So I'm not necessarily watching a movie. Sometimes I would if I, it's a longer flight. But for the most time, either I'm writing on my next thing, whatever it comes out to be, uh, in an article or a strategy that I'm working on. By having no internet, using no internet on the flight, it really allows me to kind of focus. And I look around people, some people are, you know, just munching or watching movies throughout the time. And I'm thinking like, man, this is the best time because nobody in the world is going to disturb me and I'm going to have a really fantastic time doing my craft.
1: I love that you've identified that writing for you, you know, that's the perfect time to do that. (laughs) I do some of my best thinking whenever I'm on flights. The epiphany that I had on a flight, I remember specifically coming from San Diego back to Orlando. Uh, It was just over two years ago. And it was what really allowed me to pivot our entire business, you know, from a traditional content marketing agency into becoming a podcast agency that we are today. And that happened because I had the time and space to just think, and I think we so oftentimes don't give ourselves that time. And so for me, that's what flights are. But I could definitely be more intentional uh, with the time that I'm on an airplane. So that's what I, yeah, I love.
0: Yeah, I, I love what you shared that story, James, because uh, I think most people who don't know who, who are listening to Flip Map Funnel podcast, the whole idea of Flip Map Funnel was on a flight that I was from San Francisco to Atlanta, where I was sitting in the middle seat. And I was drawing this uh, funnel, the traditional funnel on a piece of napkin and. I I flipped it. This whole movement, flip my funnel, was started on a flight. I completely forgot about that until you just uh, made me realize that.
1: Love it. It's it's crazy, man. Like when you you because you you have nothing else to do but think, uh, or in your yep. case, write or other types of activities that tend to be <laughs> really productive. And we get so caught up in just the minutia of day to day life that when you're on a flight like that and you start to think higher level, it can have massive impact on. Uh, on how you live the rest of your days because of an epiphany that you had or you started thinking about something differently. So it's huge. This fourth one, Sangram, you talk about blocks of time on the calendar to ensure that you're getting the right things done. Expand on this a bit.
0: Yeah, I I think so. I was talking to someone recently. I have a workout buddy so he and I were just working out one day and he said, man, I get overwhelmed by the time I get through the things I do, you know, and, and I'm leaving for work. I already have seven other things to do. And he's like, I, I just feel like I'm getting overworked and overwhelmed every single day and I can never get out of my to-do list. So I asked him a question, hey, do you do you block time? And he said, well, yeah, I block time for whenever I'm, I have meetings. I'm like, no, 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 do you block time to get the work done that you have on your list? And he said, Oh no, I haven't really thought about that, but uh but that might be a good idea. And and since then he started to do it and it has been the best thing I have done when whenever I can put that thing. So every week, every single day I have certain blocks of time that I've marked myself and it's blocked so nobody can book time on, that cal- on my calendar during that time. And it is to do some of the works. And sometimes it is to just be there so that it's my time to kind of get back into what's going on and things like that check my email. But every day I will block certain amount of time to do the work. And even more important, it's not just an empty block. It actually saves what I need to do in that block. So it really helps me to focus on the right things during that time that I've blocked on my calendar.
1: Uh, we did an interview on B2B growth, I guess it was a couple of years ago now with a guy named Kevin Cruz, and he shared this idea with me of time blocking and actually putting things in your calendar for tasks that need to get done. And so he said that, you know, they, I mean, he interviewed guys like Mark Cuban and some of the some of the highest performers in the world, and they all attributed this idea of time blocking to their success. And so Kevin has gone as far to say that he no longer has a to do list. If something pops up that he needs to get done, he immediately goes into his calendar and blocks time for it. One thing that I've noticed as I've been time blocking myself, I've noticed that I I tend to be very flexible with that time. And so yeah. even, you know, it, it just happened just now, right? Like I, I was in an email thread with a prospect right before we jumped on to record this. And I have time blocked this afternoon to work on something uh, with a partner that we've got a kickoff call tomorrow afternoon and I need to work on a lot of documentation stuff before that call. So I blocked like two or three hours this afternoon to work on that. But because I put the block on there and it's only my time, it's not somebody else's time. Whenever an email comes in from a prospect, they're like, hey, do you have time this afternoon for a call? We're thinking about podcasting. You know, we want to, you know, loop you into it. Well, that's obviously like really important. I need, I I want to be on that call. And so it's tough for me to balance. like, okay, how, how much do I protect that block? Because if I, if I give them 30 minutes of my time block, now I've got to add another 30 minutes at the end, or it's just going to roll into me completely ignoring that time block and ultimately not getting that task done. So just being cognizant of, really trying to protect that time. Obviously, you could be flexible with it uh, to a certain degree, but uh, that's one thing it kind of in my own journey with time blocking that I'm learning. I'm not sure if you've had a similar experience with, but I am a huge, huge, huge fan of time blocking.
0: I'm glad you shared that as an example because I too obviously would sometimes overextend myself or have, okay, that time is blocked, so I can take that meeting. But one thing that I've really started to learn about this is for every internal meeting, there shouldn't be an internal meeting. Now if an external thing pops up, like as you said, you're talking to a customer or prospect, now that's important for your business. That's why you're in business today. So in those scenarios, there are exceptions to the rule, but majority of the time, as you said, like internally, I'm trying to make sure that no, there's no internal meeting that's gonna happen during that time. Just because I've blocked that time doesn't mean it's open for everybody. It's actually the opposite of that. So I think you're absolutely right. We have to figure out when to be a little bit open with that and not. Uh, and I've tried to do that internally. Nope, that's a block time. You have all the other times that you know on my calendar that you can book. So go for it. But externally, I might be a little
1: bit liberal to that. No, I like that. All right. This last thing we're going to talk about, the, the, the fifth point when it comes to, to productivity and, and how you are capturing more hours out of your day, uh, you talk about this idea of having a daily top three things. Talk to us about this idea.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it it kind of goes hand in hand with the one we just talked about of blocking time. I'm just like everybody else, have a 100 million things to do, and and I want to do it all, and I want to do it now. And everybody else who is working with me also wants all of those things done immediately. So if we all live in this world, it, it really becomes challenging to feel accomplished, quite honestly, at the end of the day. So I started with this idea, uh, and I I think it was David Cummings who who does that, and there are a few, obviously, many people are probably doing this, uh, but I learned about this where you literally go in every single morning when you wake up uh, or a night before when you do your journaling, whatever you might be doing, just write down the two or three things that you want to accomplish next week, not do, not task. Not a meeting, but an accomplishment, something that you would say at the end of the day, when you go home and you lie on your bed, you wouldn't it, it wouldn't keep you up at night. Right. Like so that's the kind of stuff. So so the, for, for example you know, I need to meet with somebody to get to a certain point in a conversation so that we can do X, or I need to help the, convince this customer that things are working well, or I need to convince this prospect that this could be the best product. Something of real value significance that is that will help me feel fulfilled at the end of the day. So I try to keep it to just no more than three things, um, because that is, when I initially asked to do like 10 things and, and it just kept going and I'm like, well, that, that still feels like a to-do list. So yeah. I wanted to create a distinction between my to-do list and the list of things that will make me feel accomplished
1: and fulfilled. I love it. That's fantastic. Sangram, anything else that you want to say about productivity before we shut it down today?
0: I think uh, all of these are just ideas that you, James, you and I are probably doing some of them and we're not perfect. We don't do all of these things every day and call ourselves like, yeah, we got it all done. Uh, But at the end of the day, I think managing your time could be the single biggest thing that you could do to be incredibly successful. And we all know that there are only 24 hours in the day for everybody else on this planet. And some people have gone and built companies. Some people have gone and and done incredible things. And if you feel that you don't have time, I would just say, take a look at audit your last week and every single minute of the day, and you would find incredible pockets of time that you can take that and turn that into incredible results that you want to have in life.
1: Wonderful. All right, Sangram. So uh, this is this has been fantastic. If you're listening to this and you haven't already left a review on you know Apple Podcasts or whatever whatever podcast player you're listening to, I think the one that comes to mind for me that has reviews is Apple Podcasts. That's the player that I use. Leave a review. Tell us what you think of the show. We really love hearing that feedback. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you.